one? You're obviously confused and aroused. for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 2, Episode 11, How Hermes Requisitioned His Groove Back, with your hosts, Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And I'm Rick Horchie. Joining us today is our special guest, Aaron Sheckman Caruso. How you doing, Aaron? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for uh, coming in and being on the show. So who'd you vote for? <laughs> I'm just kidding, you don't have to answer that. Can I just sob a little bit in the microphone? <laughs> it, does, you, it doesn't matter. We just have to weather this. We can add this out later. We can. Either way, digitally. Uh, I've been recording myself crying all week, so. Mm, there's a lot of that at the Sheckman Crusoe household. You I had to pr- play it for my grandkids later. You had a head start with your dead father and all those, so I feel like you were kind of cheating. I don't know. You know uh, it's, been, it's been a really cool month. It was 2016 has been a banner fucking year. I mean, it, the highlight of mine has almost been starting then continuing to do this podcast. So that's a really low bar to set <laughs> with like, you know, Levy was just a preview in like December 28th or whatever in 2015. It's just like, and now the shit is going to hit the fan and the bottom's going to drop out. So I actually started it. this with the, uh, the thought of looking forward to stopping doing it and we're still doing it. And that's the most depressing thing ever. <laughs> it's sort of, um, we do, I mean, it is kind of a codependent, abusive relationship that we have going on here. This is boring. So um, <laughs> what kind of Futurama fan are you? Do you? Um, I've, I've always really liked it. I wasn't from a Simpsons family at all. Oh, yeah? None of us watched it. My, my parents hated it. So by the time I was like old enough. Well, so did mine. Well, were, I, I'm not, I'm were you like, not allowed to watch it? That's yeah, what I, not that was allowed. Gonna be yeah, yeah, I wasn't either when so I was younger. It was frowned on. I wasn't supposed to, but I did. I feel like I missed it. Like, I can't. I know my husband's a huge uh-huh. Simpsons fan, but I, I feel like I need to start from the beginning to like. Have you get seen into a lot of it? Though? You know like what? You don't need to start from the beginning. You can start oh, on yeah. like season three oh, yeah. and watch mm-hmm. it until about you, actually, season twelve. Actually, you don't want to start from the beginning, and then yeah. you can then you can let it go. Uh, maybe I maybe that's next. But it's, a, it's a big commitment. at yeah. this Yeah. What are they on? Twenty? They they hit twenty five, right? Oh, they're they're pushing thirty. Now. Oh man, that's actually it's a, it's didn't it start in eighty nine? So. Real, I mean, 27 years now. It, I mean, it's remarkable. Right. I just wish it was good that whole time. Maybe it is. I haven't watched it in over a decade. So. None of those people have aged a day, though. <laughs> it's pretty it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a couple episodes where they did. Well, it always goes, like with The Simpsons, it, they reboot the history of the family for each like decade almost, which kind of... I don't know. Yeah, they, sometimes like, sometimes oh, it's good, it's but Bart then and, it's uh, 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 Homer and uh, Marge met uh, in the seventies, and then they met in the eighties, and then they met in the nineties. Huh. So yeah. like they keep you know moving it back. Which it makes me as a viewer feel older and older each time. Yeah. Like they do that. Yeah, I, I didn't even know they did that. I yeah, mean, I, there's I kinda, a whole like almost like Nirvana episode where yeah. Homer and Marge met in like the early nineties, yeah. almost like I, Courtney Love and Kirk Cobain. And they do the like Bart as a toddler and and Lisa as a baby, and they they change that every time. It's you know that this time period. I kind of checked period. out at Armin Tanzarian. Like when they did that big retcon, I'm like, all right, that's 
That's enough. If you just joined us right now, we're, uh, this is a Futurama <laughs> podcast where we talk about the Simpsons. So you did not grow up in a Simpsons family. No, then. no. Um, but like Futurama came around, my brother and I were old enough to kind of pick what we wanted to watch. Uh. So um, I've always been a big fan. I kind of lost it a bit after the movies. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people yeah, did. Yeah, that's very true. Um, yeah. But like my husband and I actually before I came here, went through, like, each episode, we are like, oh, yeah, that's the one where that happens. That's uh-huh. the one where that one. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's, like, almost encyclopedic about it. That's how Tom is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Pete sent me uh, uh, your Tumblr page today because um, I asked him, I'm like, oh, so, you know, how do you, how, how do you know her and et cetera? And um, I was looking at it, and you have the, the, the hug uh pieces or whatever. Super yep. group hugs. And uh, hugs. what's it called? Super group hugs. Super group dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the actual. Yeah, that's the URL. That's actually the Tumblr URL. Okay. Um, but hi, I'm Aaron. I draw hugs. Um, if you saw me at a convention, I probably yelled at, at you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you yell at people at conventions? I yell at a lot of people and then I go, ta-da! And I like point my hands up so they look at the art uh-huh. and not at me. Oh, it's okay. very like it's very strategic. Is that a, that's Sales a really technique? good. I wish that worked um, uh, audibly or, or in social yeah. media. So just I, imagine yeah. me like ta-da, and then a little bit of jazz hands uh-huh. uh, wiggling <laughs> those fingers. That would that would be enough for me to go like, what's what are these? Mm-hmm. You know, most people go like they're like, or or they'll just gasp, or some people like, especially like a little bit older, will be like, oh, you. Do draw hugs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so uh, he sent. I was looking at him, and right away I was like, "Oh, I have a uh, uh, um, uh, what do Rick you call and Morty? it? Uh, uh, the um, when it's a print, uh, a print of uh, uh, yeah, your Rick and Morty one. Oh, uh, the Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Kristen Burns um, sent that to me. Oh, that's I think great. For, I think it was for Christmas. Yeah. Ah, she's a great lady. Yeah, she Thanks, is. Kristen. Xmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I've got like, I'm up to like 85, I think, of just ones that I sell. Um, so they're all, uh, I draw your favorite pop culture characters hugging. Um, and sometimes it's sweet, sometimes it's really awkward. Mm. I love it when they're uncomfortable or frowning, like that's hilarious. It's a real positive vibe sort of thing, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you done any Futurama characters? I haven't. Um, well, see you later. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Tom, wash the hell out of those earphones, please. <laughs> There's a legitimate reason. Is there? Fox is a little suey. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's art, though. It's not like. And like my art is very parody. Wait, did, have they, they, have they, they seen the like, stuff on Rule Thirty Four? Do you know if they sue for like yeah. podcasts? Because, anyways, my name's Rick Hornby. Today <laughs> <laughs> is Tom but, uh, R- R- Rolola that and uh, and uh, and Pete Woodfraff. <laughs> <laughs> Woodfraff. I mean, um, fan art is it's kind of a gray area. Um, you want to be really respectful of the properties because you are kind of dealing with their territory. Um, so if there's any companies that outright say, please don't, then I try to mm-hmm. respect that. Um, but generally, they encourage it uh, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, that's what it seems I, like, especially uh, like currently uh, in this climate of most, mo- there, there's such a, um, there's there's so many <coughs> like fan art things out there that, uh, and it seems like there's a, 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 a like kind of an, a, a, like a, an acceptance just in the like, oh, well, this is getting it out there. People people love this stuff, you know? Yeah, like, like I saw these uh, real-life naked statues of the president-elect. They were awesome. 
It was it right was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, they, you know, all over. It was it was a pretty cool thing. It's amazing now. They the were very well done. Uh, awesome uh, to look <laughs> at. Not you know. I was just I not was that a, awesome to not, look. Yeah, not <laughs> terrifying at all. Yeah. So the jumbotron this week was like a psychedelic Felix the Cat cartoon yep. or it, something. We've we've uh, had the same cartoon in this before. It's uh, Felix the Cat. Trifles with time, remember? Because I couldn't say the word trifles. Yeah, you said triffles. Triffles. It's no Cocoa Needles, the boss. No, it isn't. Um, Which I still got to post because I found that actual cartoon on YouTube. I'm going to post that on. Oh, yeah, good. We got to post on the Stormcast thing. Cause, but yeah, no, it was the same exact thing, just a different scene oh, from it. So, Which, by the way, I'm going to probably forget, but when the, the day this comes out, I'm going to try to remember. It, oh, I wanted to ask for permission. Is it okay to post that Rick and Morty? Yeah. Okay. Oh, please. All right. Um, so we, being a a relatively well versed fan of the show, what are your feelings on the jumbotron things that happened at the beginning? Honestly, back in the day, I didn't pay that much attention. Okay, but now that we have things that we can click to pause the mm-hmm. episode, I just go, what the fuck? Yeah, is that? I don't hu- think anybody's doing that. It's just I a do. cartoon. Oh, I, I do. I, I go back. No, like three just or four saying, times. what the fuck? Oh, oh, yeah. Is that? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> No, well, no. Like of all the what the fuck things that are going when, uh, on. Well, you know, when I'm when I'm trying to get into my escapist entertainment, I don't like to see things like dancing pigs being milked or whatever. That's what I see when I close my eyes every day, <laughs> all day. So I, look, listen, I I feel bad about what that priest did to you, but you don't need to drop that on the rest of us, okay? <laughs> um, I see. You can milk anything with nipples. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> it, it takes a little priming, apparently. Are you quoting Meet the Parents? <laughs> I was just <laughs> quoting Meet the Parents. I thought he was quoting the Bible. Shame I thought we you. were talking about priests. <laughs> You're fired, Tom. I don't recall seeing this episode before. And once it got into it, I like every time we get more and more of Hermes, I like him more and more. <sighs> his, I, you know, for being a stodgy bureaucrat, his commitment to order and process, like... It's just it. I respect that. It warms my it. heart. Yeah, I, like, I like that it's a part of his character. He's like fuck uh, chaos. This is well. the way it needs to be done, and god damn it, this is how it will be done. And he's he was in his little Sisyphean task of like now I stamped all my pages and then puts him and now the stapling them yeah. and I shred them and start for it somebody over. who is just uh, like the an essence of just being a mess of a person. Seeing yeah. that it is funny to me because it's 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 funny to watch like because I've always been. Um, mystified by like like uh, uh, bosses at for like corporations I've worked for and been like man that person gets up and they probably take like the the fastest cleanest poop you can possibly take <laughs> like tie, tie their shoes like so symmetrically like just the laces are like totally matched up on both sides um and you do, uh, comb their hair all kinds of stuff I don't understand Whoa. um what do you do you like Hermes or are you a fan is he yeah, he, upper I'd favorites like, character, lower, medium, like I don't know. I don't like him. Been, I I don't like him. He's kind of a background. If he left, guy. I wouldn't care. Uh, I don't know. I like. I really like the voice actor. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, Green Lantern. Philomar. Yeah. Thank you. He he's Samurai Jack. He was Samurai Jack. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I just remember him from Mad TV. That's yeah. Oh yeah. I that's remember. yeah. And, Which uh, he was a great and Pulp. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, but yeah, Hermes is. Not the most interesting character. Uh, to, to be fair, I thought the president was the uh, Seven Up guy. But go ahead. I, I can see I how he would you be think, an unpopular you, character. The, did you say the most interesting character? He's not. Oh, not. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but he's the opposite. Uh, like I, w- you know, th- this 
this episode is sort of this, um, you know, hero's quest for him. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's so into what he does. It really shapes him as, a, like, a character, though, yeah. on the show. Like, this is the first time that we really get to know who he is or, like, kind of what he's up. I mean, we got the gist of it from the comments earlier, he made and yeah. other things, but this is the first time he's it's ever been, like, his almost centric episode. Oh, I, mm-hmm. absolutely. There was some limbo stuff earlier. You know, like the... um. Oh shoot! Was it all on the Titanic? when they were on that Titanic? Yeah, yeah. but but you know it's um, they're definitely they're skewering sort of bureaucracy, yeah. which is mm-hmm. you know that's an old old kind of just trope <laughs> to bring that word into things. But yeah, I, like I get it. Like you will be receiving an email from the central bureaucracy. Uh, here is a letter from the central bureaucracy. Oh, it's from the central bureaucracy, and like. I uh, in in some of the tangential stuff I do with my own job, like I deal with the federal government, sure. and that's absolutely how a lot of their shit works. You know what was great about this episode? As far as I can tell, the first instance of no robots. cold opening, robots, uh-huh. Zoidberg gaps, yeah. robots. I noticed oh, that really? first really? time. <gasps> I haven't really paid attention to the, like if he said that, but yeah, I mean, you know. I, I think, think, I think he has first, a few times already. No, I don't know. I don't or, think he has because we would have mentioned it's it. It's definitely the first after like the third or fourth time for sure. No, <laughs> it can't be that many. I, I think it's the first. And what's Second, interesting about that is third. that is a key part of his character. Mm-hmm. To so to like, I got so excited when he he. You uh, think a key part of Zoidberg's character is saying the word a robot instead I, of I, saying a robot? No, one hundred. I agree. I agree with him though. When that I think of really Zoidberg, good... the first thing I think of is robot. Oh, I think of that is a, a way way more important character um, <clears throat> um, uh, trait than 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 robot. Mm. I was thinking about you know important parts of his character like uh, him being a sad schlub, uh, 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 being a. Uh, 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 a lobster man? Uh, inefficient doctor. Um, oh, he's not just inefficient. He's a terrible doctor. Be- being <laughs> a, 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 yeah, a terrible doctor. Who will do anything <sighs> for his friends. He's not all bad. Yeah. We get to meet... Uh, and poor. We get to see Leela's old boss from the first yeah. episode for yes. the first time in, like, any she, of the... She gets officially fired. But I thought, wasn't she a fugitive, like, in the first episode? Weren't they, like, chasing her? Yeah, because she... Yeah, they took out their career chips. Yeah, but so the, his her boss is okay with that now? It's been a while, I mean. It's been over know. a year. Yeah. Nixon was elected president of the world, so, you know, <laughs> so all, things could have changed. <laughs> clean slates. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. I wonder uh, what that would be like if some... Uh, <laughs> Zoidberg is a yearning character. He's always... He's in a, a, a perpetual state of... Of just like hope, no. Of just well, yeah. But he's you know it, it's it's it, it's always instances of of him uh, being put down, but but it's always with a it's always starting with a oh maybe blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah and then, that's you know, the like the why not Zoidberg yeah line. like he always yeah. thinks that he's gonna I mean he always hopes that you know he's uh, a Millhouse yeah he's kind it's of Millhouse yeah. I mean he fulfills that role. Um, just real quick, one of the best fry lines in this episode, 
you're Jamaican. I thought you were an outer space potato man. Oh, I wrote of... that down right here. Oh yeah, well, outer uh... space potato man in quotes. Which I love <laughs> before, but that's bef- right before that. Uh, that Hermes wants to. Uh, he wants to go home and like uh, celebrate or whatever the yeah, Jamaican, Jamaican way. Yeah, which <laughs> warm glass of milk and, and cookies. Cookies. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's like the cool thing that they did with that character, though. It's not like I. I was talking to my husband about this, and sorry, there's going to be red on reference because he's a, like, like I said, he knows his shit. We probably should have had him here instead. Sorry, now. Yeah, I, you wanted put, a girl. <laughs> I'm going to put him on the spreadsheet after we're done. We'll get him on. I'll stick him in one of my dresses. Let's FaceTime him. Put a microphone in front of the phone. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were talking. Wait a second. Hold on. We asked you to be on this because we heard you are a wonderful, thoughtful person. <laughs> it had nothing to do with your gender. That's not how we, um, you know, but thanks for helping fill out this quota. But, also all right, go boobs. Ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, like we were talking about um, how like it gets a little later on in the, as the seasons go on, the jokes get easier with um, Hermes being a Jamaican and they kind of cut right through that. But, yeah. But um, at the beginning, like how cool is it that he is, has the stereotypical accent, he limbos, but then they always cut to um, him, like the fact that he's a bureau- yeah. bureaucrat mm-hmm. and like the warm milk joke. It's kind of... Uh, he's very straight-laced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, he, but it's kind of... It, they, they, they play around with that, uh, you know, that, that uh, kind of contradiction or the, the stereotypical, like what you would think of as a Jamaican is, a, you know... Um, uh, you know, you think of Bob Marley and, and Dreadlocks and... Jerk well, which he does have, but like, you know, just... Chilled out, weed, reggae, and spleefs, mm-hmm. beaches, and et cetera. But yeah, and that's that's probably the most interesting thing about his character. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Is that and you know, it, what's funny is um, we had to do some shuffling with our guests. This <laughs> that is funny. And uh, and so Bill Squire was scheduled to be on this. He just got mm. back from Jamaica, so you fucked that's up, Bill. Right. Oh, I guess no. uh, I guess you don't get it to tell us all about what it's like in an all-inclusive. I had to rewrite all my notes yeah. because they were all just about Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica. I already heard all about his vacation. <laughs> oh yeah, I I saw pictures. Well, that yeah, I saw his Instagram stories. They were it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. It did make me. We we are starting to plan a trip to. <laughs> to Jamaica? <laughs> Not, well, we really started aiming towards Jamaica. Now I think we're going to Mexico. But oh, nice. It, it was in, like probably directly because. Well, hurry up and yeah, get there and get a, back before that wall. <laughs> that really? wall yeah. I know. You're going to have to scale a wall to That's, get back. Why do you think I'm going? Yeah, I don't know how, how caught up you are on all of our episodes, but something that... Not that, very. Yeah. Did you, did, why would you assume that she would listen to any of them? I wouldn't listen to this fucking show. <laughs> like, what are you, oh. I listened to... Um, okay, I didn't finish either of them, but I started with the first episode, and then I listened to a bit of the most recent well, we episode. See, that's, that's, that's actually uh, perfect, because this was a discussion in the first I episode. I remember. Okay, <laughs> so, yes... Billy if, I West. Could, if I could not finish recording this uh, this show, that would be great. And I don't mean you as a guest. I mean just he just know. means he wishes he could turn off my mic and get me to leave my house when <laughs> I finish up. So yes, Billy West is doing a character as an East Indian. Oh, I forgot it's Billy West. Yeah. So it's like okay, but then the other thing I was thinking about that was even though they aren't using, uh, you know, actors or voice actors with that same uh, ethnic background. Mm-hmm. They are including characters in a relatively respectful way of diverse backgrounds. 
So, I mean, for the stuff that we've come across, I mean, it's like the, the that's characters. A, yeah, that's a little, yep, you that's, know, that's true. Yeah, it's a little weird, especially in, in the lens of looking back today. But at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, they could have just used a white guy in there. So let's let's color up, you know, the background characters some. So I, I think that's another way to look at yeah. that. I, I still have mixed feelings about it, but I, it was just another thought that occurred to me as it came up. Because is, is this the second and only time we end up seeing Leela's boss? Does, is he like sort of a, a returning character throughout the course of the series? After this episode, I can't remember. Like, I, I he know he was coming often. back after the first one, but mm-hmm. I couldn't remember when or what. They might maybe at the um, the cryo lab. I don't. I don't because that other guy, the uh, welcome to the world of tomorrow. Oh like, yeah, he, yeah. He comes back more than the than real just boisterous this guy. Yeah. The uh, let the games begin. There was guy. an episode where Fry works at the cryo cryo lab. Ky- I'm not saying that the right. Cairo lab the Cairo Lab. The Cairo Cross lab. Yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's the cross you got at St. Ignatius for St. Ed's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Fry works there. I don't I remember I don't if he was there or not. We'll find out. I think he comes back at least in like backgrounds. Yeah, there's things. or some of the ones where they um, do the uh, flashbacks. He's in them or, mm-hmm. or like the time travel ones or whatever. Yeah, so why does Bender need x-ray specs, Tom? Or why does the professor need an F-ray if there's such a thing as x-ray specs? Or are the x-ray specs a, uh, you know, Miniaturized version of the F-ray. My the X-ray thing, specs was a um, co- uh, was a uh, a reference to the old X-ray specs from the comic books. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I know. he that he could see. Well, then why did you ask that that question? Inside because everyone, X-ray specs. My problem was that he could see like through everyone, but and he just happened cards. to see the other side of the cards. Like that was like. Instead of seeing the other side of their skin or their clothes or whatever, is it? No, just seeing right through the cards to them, mm-hmm. he could see what was on the other side of the cards, but then he could also see inside people. So there was like two levels of X-ray going on. You know, yeah. you know, if you if you put it in the context of the larger pop culture canon, wouldn't Superman have that same problem? Superman can dial it down. Right? Yeah, he can. Right. Yeah. yeah. Can Aaron, if you yeah. had X-ray glasses. Can you think of any um, any fun uses for him? A or B? Any um, what? What would? Okay, first of all, that that's the first question. Like, it, can you think of any like uh, uh, anything you'd use him for for personal gain? Not necessarily bad or wrong or good, but just like what's what's the f- one of the first things you could think of you would do if you had X-ray X-ray uh, glasses? Um, Ooh, I don't know. That one's never been that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm more like, you know, flight or invisibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, for, well, who? Yeah, who would pick X-ray vision know. over? You know, uh, I, like I would just use it to like check on. Like the first thing I thought was like looking around my office, and I'm like, oh, I could see if people were in their offices. Yeah, of nice. Them. No, that's perfect. That's what I mean. That's yeah. That's exactly yeah. That's and then I was like, oh, I could check on my cats. That that yeah, is okay, that is yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. just, just by looking through the wall and seeing where they're like clawing at your carpet and stuff. Yeah, it I would be know. the kind of power like um, it, it, it's not like I mean yeah I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that if if we sat around and, and thought about it uh, like oh I could um, to really get ahead in life doing I w- this or whatever I would be the world's greatest and richest radiologist. <laughs> yeah, I know that's none of these are like very like interesting or devious. Think, would it be like would having it, a tail or something? Wouldn't it's you like, need health, like but MRI really, vision you know. as opposed to x-ray vision? Like that would be way more useful. I mean, if you were just, you had x-ray vision, it'd be like somebody walk up, is this broken? And you look you and then be like, a hairline fracture. Oh, a that's hairline way fracture. more interesting. That's $3,000. <laughs> you could help people. Like if, um, 
that that's a better reason than checking on your cats. Um, but like you know, there's like well, dogs. You're helping your cats. Dogs that can like smell if you're have cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, but you would be the human. Like you could just ah, look at them. You could like look and be like, oh, you've got a. You a, could help a, the jackass uh, guys see if they had something stuck in their butts. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had those trucks like a, up like there. Like a car once. toy. Yeah, yeah, the cars. Yeah. I, so wait, what are some of the? Do, can you think of uh, off of the top of your head any Pennsylvania? Uh, I know you you, also, you guys say um, yins. Or That's Pittsburgh. So Allentown does use. Really? Use? Yeah. Oh, nice. So you, you that's, guys. That's a yeah. that's a that's a sell from Futurama. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's Allentown is basically almost Jersey. It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. so it's, yeah. We're like right on the border. Oh, nice. Um, and like an hour and a half from New York, so we'd pop up there a lot too. But so there's a lot of people that would just go back and forth. I'm sorry. I'm really interested in this. Why did you uh, move to Cleveland, and, and how old were you? Um. Okay. So I actually was here until I was eight, and then uh-huh. uh, my dad got a job in Allentown, mm-hmm. so we all moved. Um, I went to school upstate New York and then randomly got a job back here. So I did the circle. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I, I, oh, I switched sides. I was an East Sider. Oh. Oh. You, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh. I know. <laughs> I know. When I moved, um, my family was like, you're moving to the West Side? There's no Jews on the West Side. <laughs> this is, this is technically true, but there's like it's four. still pretty nice over here. There's a synagogue. There's there one. is. Yeah. Uh, there's one right over on um, Triscuit. Yeah. Um, also, the freeway access is much better. I went in there mm-hmm. for the first time a couple years ago, <coughs> and um, uh, there was a like a, a room next to the, the whatever the worship room is called, and, and uh, with uh, just you know, kind of like the like a like this extra room on the side or mm-hmm. whatever. And there was a, a bunch of little stuffed animals of the seven deadly plagues. Oh. Uh, it was the, it was one of the funnest things I've ever uh, seen. That's I'm the funnest part of Passover because you get to dip your finger in the wine and there's ten there's ten plagues. But you dip your finger in the wine and then you put it on your plate to count. You give wine for all the people that suffered from the plagues. Uh-huh. There's like a drop. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. and that's the best part because you get to like mess around with your wine. That what about all the frogs that fell and died as they were raining? Well, that's you know it's implied that that drops for them too. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, this got really Jewy. I'm sorry. We can go back to the <laughs> <laughs> Oh look, we we go all kinds of places here on Slurmcast. <laughs> that, that just seems that, really that wasteful. That wasn't some of kind of wine. Jewish secret we weren't supposed to know about, was it? They're not going to get. Oh we're no, not gonna, they're going to come find me. <laughs> like he he said, seven plagues just to throw people off the yeah. scent, and then you're, you're like, no, it's ten. Oh, uh, was the it other ten? three. The other. Why did I say seven? The other three. They, they didn't <laughs> you know, count. You, you know, keep, the one where they kill all the firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, we'd both. I'd be dead. You not. I would be dead. I'd be dead. I'd be dead. Oh, no, I'm dead. Jewish. I'd be sick. I have a half <laughs> <laughs> And it was just, I think it was the firstborn males, right? Yeah, that's You would have been I'm dead already safe. because you were a firstborn female. They wouldn't have. That's true. They don't <laughs> Throw her in the river. This is useless. <laughs> she can't lift pyramid uh, bricks. <laughs> Zoidberg says that he can't spell anything with the cards he has in the poker game. Yeah. And then he shows his good hand, which <laughs> one of the times he says, oh, the king giving himself no brain, brain surgery. surgery. <laughs> no, that, no, that was the even better than that was when he was like, uh, he's like, I've got a bunch of uh, humans, a number and uh, <laughs> what, right. Right. Didn't you say something? Yeah. Like, and then the king giving oh, himself yeah. two human females and a, and a man giving himself brain surgery. <laughs> and then they beat up Bender in the in Hermes office after he cleaned it oh because the. Mm-hmm. That that's the whole turning point of the episode. That's something that would literally make me like I understand his rage. Like like I just I, I said this I think either uh 
early in the show or just before we got on mic, like I, I cleaned this house from top to bottom the other day, like scrubbed the you know carpet cleaner and vacuum and dusting and like wiping everything down just to get it clean for once instead of living in abject filth. And like, as soon as my daughter comes home from school, it's like, fuck, because everything, it's just like, oh, <laughs> clearly a, a bomb just came through here and fucked it all up. Great. And it, it's, it, it's so hard to deal with. So for Hermes, knowing that he has the, uh, the person from the central bureaucracy coming to give him his inspection in order to get a promotion and then to have Bender fuck it all up by being, you know, shitty to being his Bender. Co-worker. Yeah, by being Bender, I guess. Um, but it was a heartbreaking. ghost. It heartbreaking. It was a ghost. It was a big one. <laughs> That's his excuse. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, it, and, and a tornado. <laughs> yeah. Or no, he had a tornado. Or what was it? It was... Th- uh, so you brought up the uh, the uh, uh, Indian guy unnecessarily because we already, we already did that in the other episode. No, this is Do the repeat. Do you think that Zoidberg has an old-timey Jewish accent? Do you think there's such a thing if... if, uh, if, if you don't think that's a thing, then I apologize. Do you, yeah, do you think that's a thing? And he do you clearly think he has does? an old-timey Jewish accent. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank he you, Aaron. Like the Jew Coming on the Slurmcast, speaking for every Jewish person in the world. Thank you for, uh, for validating that. <laughs> it's weird because he's a crab and they're not kosher. Right. Oh, I think yeah. that's that was, part that of like, the joke. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's part of it. It's like he's, yeah, he's a shellfish by without, yeah. yeah, but being a Jewish shellfish is yeah. even funnier. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm always kind of delighted when there's the kind of character on it. I know it's kind of it's it's not like it might be a little anti-Semitic if by if some by some people's standards. I don't know, but for me, it's like oh yay, that's my people. I think it depends. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean it's almost like, like a Jackie Mason homage. Like yeah, it really exactly. just ties it, into oh, that. Totally. And, and Billy West said on the Nerdist podcast that he was doing um, I forget what actor, but he was doing this old. We um, talked about it in one of the yeah. podcasts. Yeah, uh, and, with marbles in his mouth. Yeah, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's. I mean, and also just like you said, like that kind of Jackie Mason, that that uh, time period. That's you know that that Hollywood actor. It's, you know, well, it's almost Catskilly. I think. Yeah. Oh, it definitely. It's it's not, uh, and and I don't think, for me, and uh, you know, I'm not that. Uh, uh, definitely in a place to, to say this. I've never thought like, oh, Zoidberg's character is offensive in that way. Where say like maybe like the the Jewish character on Family Guy is well, but, uh, but super. So I I had I was thinking about times. that too because Zoidberg isn't humanoid. But then again, with uh, Masters Master Fanog, back when. Um, a couple episodes oh, ago. Oh, where he was with, the fly, but it was kind of like... Who was, like, like, yeah, was, who was a Mr. Fujimoto, like, super offensive Asian And it was kind of like, I don't know... That one, that one was way more cringy, I think, than Zoidberg. And it may just be that as pathetic as Zoidberg is, I think is, Master Splinter was yeah. offensive. He had kind of like a, you know, kind of a Mr. Miyagi, like, overly done accent. Uh, he was a rat. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know. And depending on if you go by the, the cartoon... Origin story or the comic origin story or the movie origin story, it's all different because mm-hmm. he was in the cartoon, he was actually uh, an Asian fellow that had been turned into a rat. In the movie, he was just a rat. Anyway, Proctor gets like erotically charged by Fry. Was that the character's name? Proctor? Yes, Morgan Proctor. Yeah, mm-hmm. Morgan Proctor. Oh, that's awesome. um, who, who voiced her? Oh, Tristan Neal. Yeah, that was okay. yeah. 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 like everything else, but she's wonderful. Um, she calls him a filthy slob job. Well, it, the best line ever dirty, is dirty, 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 dirty. Yeah. Dirty boy, dirty, dirty, dirty. 
There's something funny about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't oh, know if it's, it's her so delivery good. of it, but yeah. And it's, it's her hair like starting just to come out. Just the one little like yeah. Jerry curl that comes down and yeah. It kind of turned me on a little bit that whole scene with her. Whatever does it for you, man. Uh, yeah. You need to start going after. I like it class. helps that Tom and I are huge fucking slobs. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think I was laying yeah. in filth I'm, while you're, watching. Are you, are you pointing at yourself? Because I'm, you're a I'm also a horrible slob. Okay. Yeah. I'm art, artists are messy. That's, you know what? Uh, are you a horrible slob or are you a really good slob? Um, I like to think that I'm very good at being a slob. If you ask my mother. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. Like, uh, uh, Do you ever... Okay, let me ask you since you brought that up because I do this. Do you ever look at like a mess that you left and you just hear your mom's voice going like... Oh, God. And you just keep walking past it, mom's voice, walk past it, mom's voice. Anyways, I have a skeleton with a wig on it that I pretend is my mom and I talk to it all day. I mean, you guys all do that too, right? <laughs> no, no. Um, my, my own anxiety does that. Like, uh, if it's if things are too cluttered and disordered... Like, oh, yeah, I that's all I... Yeah. The shit. sad thing about what he just said is that skeleton with the wig is at my house and he <laughs> calls me and I have to put the phone up to the skeleton... <laughs> and, then, and then we like to let a lot of time go by, and then uh, uh, Tom sends a text from the skeleton. It's like, haven't called me in a while. Just wanted to you know, let you know it's, uh, my phone still works. Uh, I, I make dinner, and then I send him a text about it, asking him to come over, and then it just rots. My, my, my parents have texted me the last four Sundays in a row, and I suck. Uh, wait, uh, wait, what? I haven't, I haven't gone over there. In weeks, and I get a, I get like a Sunday text like every week since I moved back. That's and that's so uh, romantic. This is a whole hermit word. It's not the right word. Sad? No. <laughs> mean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all of those things mixed together. Yeah. yeah. Cocktail, cocktail of. It's except called for romantic. Adulting. That's the only thing that like. It's called adulting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. So this entire episode, we've been talking, and it's a Hermes-centric episode. We haven't and we've even avoided talked about talking him. about we Hermes. We just talked about him being well, a potato man. Also, as far as he we ends got. up having That's to go fine. to Spa 5, which On Zoidberg's recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> because he gets a kickback. I kind of think that that's like what happens to him is like where the episode is the weakest, actually. I liked it when they were there. Like I liked, uh, I mean, it wasn't great, and I don't love his character so mm -hmm. it's kind of boring when he's like the center the center point but uh like i like the random australian guy that, like, that, that was, was funny like, that, yeah. that was crocodile dundee that wasn't a random australian guy. it was that paul hoganish how yeah. does he know zoidberg exactly Why does he go to him? how does he alive a thousand years in the future I, well he could have gotten cryogenically he, he frozen it's not crocodile dundee there, there some guy he was trying to get away from the tax authorities he's like any <laughs> any port in the storm they froze him to be honest, his, his health care probably wasn't really that good and that he could only go to Zoidberg yeah. as yeah. <laughs> a doctor. So uh, Morgan Proctor, to further her own erotic schemes, demotes Leela, removes Bender's personality, promotes Fry to executive, executive delivery, delivery boy, <laughs> slash, like, you know, uh, sex slave, basically. Although he's pretty, he's he's pretty dirty, well- he's a dirty, dirty boy. I mean, like... Fry was in a pretty great spot. That, like he, that he's getting paid I to get busy. Disagree. No. Yeah, that's that. That is a precarious situation to be in, where your su superior is uh, 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 
interested in you and then you're in a sexual relationship with them. I, and I then think technically what it's happens? called sexual harassment. Have you? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah that is. <laughs> well, how come Bender's brain a thousand years in the future is so a little a three and a quarter yeah. floppy disk? Oh, I love that they had the sound right that when they took oh, it yeah, out, yeah, that sounded I didn't even like realize that, but yeah, yeah. It totally was. Mm-hmm. But even before that, though, <laughs> Bender got in charge of <laughs> Professor's uh, bodily, bodily functions. Yeah, bodily functions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he walks in job. at the end <laughs> with with the covered in like some dirt and trees and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like I'm gonna I and I try to throw the professor at him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, that whole story. Uh, it, it, it was it was it was a great like this layer and then this layer and it was. Uh, uh, so then some lady accused me of stealing her purse, so I threw the professor <laughs> at her, and then some guy came after me, and I tripped over the purse I found, or something like no, that. No, like, I heard him, I hit him with his purse. <laughs> 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 <I found. laughs> and the professor apparently lost his mind at the central bureaucracy. Did they ever yes! follow up on that thread? That was a great little origin thing that I never noticed until watching it this time. After see, mm-hmm. I honestly probably skipped this episode. Uh, most of the time, because it's a Hermes centric episode, and he he doesn't like that. potato men. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you racist against. I I am which it's you know what my family. I'm sorry, not not to make excuses, but Hold my on. family was against potato men when I was little. <laughs> and about oh, potato men, <laughs> Doctor Who. Oh yeah, no, I thought, yeah, I thought that too. The the Santarians, yeah. We don't. I feel like we don't talk about Doctor Who enough. On I know podcast. we don't. Like, oh. I feel like an asshole. There's a lot really. of yeah. a lot of reference for all the do- like, for all the framed Doctor Who pictures that you have hanging up in your mm-hmm. in your apartment. Uh, like I feel like that's. Uh, I feel like we just talked about Doctor Who more than we ever need to again. <laughs> just oh, in the last no. oh, just seconds. wait. No, we're good. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, 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 what was I saying? The only <laughs> neck, listen, man thing. The only neckwear um, I ever want to talk about mad- is Paul Lins. Okay, so mm-hmm. just leave it. <laughs> Who's your doctor? Mine's 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Is he he the one that's playing Prince Philip now in The Crown? Probably. Uh, He he was the the purple man in Jessica Jones. Oh, no, this is a... Oh, yeah. David Tennant? Tennant. One of the best villains uh, ever portrayed. Oh, he was amazing. And and the best doctors ever. Well, the the, the best doctor. He's the best doctor. Yeah, hands down. I... I, uh, like I was really upset. Like, oh, he's gonna be a villain. I don't want it. And then he was so fucking good at it. It was just like he gave Cosby because everything a run for he touches money. is money. <laughs> uh, money, magic. <laughs> 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 oh, I just realized like all the other layers that went on. Sad now. Oh man, the um, the Professor Madness line. I missed that too. Um, my first. Yeah. Like, I watched this episode twice to prep for today because I love homework. And. Um, <laughs> oh. And uh, I missed it the first time. Can you watch the rest of the episodes and then just send me your notes (laughs) for them? (laughs) We actually kept going. Then, like, I was in trouble because I was remembering things from multiple episodes. But then the second time we watched it, um, then I caught the line. Do they ever go back to that? Does that ever become a plot point later on? I don't remember. That's why I think I missed it so many times. But just, like, throwing that in there of, of, uh, I mean, because... It, it was one of those things where they, they made that joke and then it took me like a second like while he was laughing to go like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, and that was that was cute. I like that. I like to think because when they do flashbacks to him younger, he doesn't seem as mad as he is, but you just think he's senile. So maybe mm. like that's when it happened. Whatever age he was, he went into the, uh, uh, what, what was the, the central bureaucracy? Central bureaucracy. Mm. Uh, yeah, and tried to find the bathroom and, you know. I, I, like, I would say that that was just a throwaway, but they're so good at like calling back to things later yeah. on. Yeah. I don't know. Was um when they were when so 
they go to the central bureaucracy to try and find Bender's um, his brain, his personality mm-hmm. disc, his and brain to make uh, smart uh, making, smart smart making. Bender need brain for there, smart making. There was an <laughs> old man in front of them in the line that seemed like a Jasper analog from The Simpsons. Yeah, no, it was Jasper. Was it supposed Jasper's to be Jasper? Jasper's in the line. There's somebody else. Like, there's a couple of reoccurring, like, I mean, background he, he characters. He was different than Jasper, but very, very similar. It was Jasper. Are you sure? Yes. All right. Is that in the notes on Infosphere? What do you or mean by it was Jasper? You're just like, oh, no, that is their, like, in ode to Jasper. In the notes of oh. things. Okay. There's, hmm. It says that I believe it. there. I believe and, you. Yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, they always have callbacks or mm-hmm. reoccurring characters that, that they later maybe bring like up. Or, or Yeah. I think Sal's somewhere in this episode in a background character, too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they almost get run over by the guy in the slowmobile. Yeah. Oh, that like that slow where he disappears, but then there's a little it a little, yeah, it was little boxes kind uh, of shift. He was only bit. grade 41, though, so yeah. Yeah. he probably didn't know how to use that slowmobile. Which, I mean, and again, just the, you know, a valid dig at bureaucracy of being able to, unable to make slow course corrections with mm-hmm. adequate time to do so that because is it's against procedure. not what I thought of. Uh, like, I thank you for, like, uh, uh, cluing me into that. That's that's a well, lot funnier it, you now. Know, I just thought it was, like, a funny, like... It's ah, like nothing nice can thing, happen but, quickly because oh, you're... Okay, I guess on a base level, I didn't mm-hmm. get that joke. All right. Hermes couldn't even commit suicide without filling out the accident yeah, yeah, permit, yeah. so... Yeah. Um, it's a very red tape episode, which is kind of... Mm-hmm. It's funny. It reminds me a lot, a little bit of, like, uh, almost... Like a Parks and Rec type thing that they used to do, like where it was just oh like yeah yeah the government just yeah. trying to make everything as hard as it possible to do anything, but Hermes is so adamant about the because like, the universe is inherently chaotic, mm-hmm. so it's in, it is enforcing a strict sense of order like the these are the things you can control and god damn it i'm going to control them as best i can i'm going to follow the rules i mean it doesn't stop like zoidberg from fucking his shit up which again i think that plays back into why hermes hates him so much because zoidberg is like the The ultimate wild card but wait till the end of this episode also we learn what leela's wrist thing is called Uh, i was just going to say that so they're uh um uh Trying to find the what is the, the central something room the whatever the file oh. blah 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 central sort pile or something no something like that well anyway so she's like oh, I wrote it down as a my uh, 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 Risto uh, Jack meter meter whatever it's but, wrist low Jack oh oh yeah low okay low uh, Jack is yeah. the joke yeah, in there yeah uh, why low, low Jack, Jack which is like, the OnStar, uh, anal- you know, it was one of the original, like, car online location services and things. So if your car got stolen, you could use LoJack to find it. Wasn't that satellite. that movie with Keith Richards? I mean, with Mick Jagger? Uh, that was Free Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and Whoopi Goldberg? Close, though. Yeah. Um, you're thinking of Repo Man. A for effort. <laughs> uh, so have you noticed, like, uh, and this is one thing I like uh, about, about that is, for all the stuff that they do with uh, with Bender that Pete hates with the like now he can do this and now he's got mm-hmm. this inside of him and his arms do this or whatever. I, just, I, hate I like magic that her getting I, mingled I, with my sci-fi. Uh, that's uh, all. Uh, yeah. um, I uh, 
I like that her wrist thing is just it's it's this um this costume piece, but every they'll like ignore it for like mm-hmm. a season or two, and then once in a while they'll be like, oh, according to <laughs> this thing on my, you know, whatever. Like, did did you notice that too? Like, yeah, I thought that the name referred to just a little bit that she took out though. Oh. Just because that's, I just didn't think like that, that was just like a just separate yeah. Yeah. module. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes yeah, that actually well, makes it, you know, the most again, sense. this goes back to the ignorance of what future technology would hold because we all basically have our pocket computers now that could do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But in, really, she's got like a proto. She had a Apple Dick watch. Tracy. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's uh, a pit boy from um, or a pit Fallout. boy. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean that's really yeah, and, and this yeah, and it was before and big boots. Apparently, although the, she yeah. doesn't get called Big Boots at all in this episode after like four rushes. It was just that one. Time. They just they just for that episode. Uh, every once in a while, Amy will say something about like her feet or her boots or whatever. We missed the whole Amy joke <laughs> entire thing where they wanted to go. Uh, hold on, I'm going to find it. And right she's now. like, why? Uh, yeah, that was my note was like Amy yeah, saying did, why. What did they say? They're like, oh, we, oh, let's go get Bender's brain back. Why? Well, <laughs> even so, or like, despite was, those arguments, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Uh, quick uh, nerd note. Oh, wait. Um, I, I want to bring up the nerd okay, note. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so okay. it was a beholder. Yeah, that's my um, Is that the eye thing? <laughs> yeah, the eye thing. What is that from? So it's 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 classic D&D, and it's trademarked by D&D. No other, D, like, any other role-playing game can use it. Yeah. And they're friends with Gary Guy. Also, yeah. drama, also so they're allowed to... dudes that you're listening to this, this girl is explaining... <laughs> Uh, the beholder. Uh, so okay. listen up. I have to. I had some help. <laughs> <laughs> you but, didn't have to tell us that. That's yeah. very honest, and I appreciate cut that I, out. I play though, um, not for a while, um, but my husband's a really, really good um, game master. So um, the beholder, uh, the the main eye shoots a cone of anti magic. And um, so basically anyone that walked by and couldn't do magic. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. then they're fine because it's all technology. Except for, for Bender. Yeah. Is Bender magic? His chest cavity no. is. Oh. Just in the movie. Just in just the, in the movie. wild green yonder, whatever that one is. Mm. What's the one where they... No, Bender's big score. That's the one where they go to medieval times, right? Did they go to the... No. Is that the fantasy? first one? That's a Bender I, big score is the first one. Uh, um, can't remember what it is. Edit this uh, part out where I forget about Futurama yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> Central I, filing was gorgeous. I, I play uh, D&D with my friends, and I, and I skipped it last night because um, I uh, wasn't feeling well, mm-hmm. and I feel terrible. And then I was watching this episode while, you know, to take these notes or whatever, and I was like, oh, I, like, wimped yeah. out of going oh, last no. night. Uh, yeah. And here it is. Uh, there is also, in the episode where Nibbler um, has to go to the vet because... He loses his tooth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a rust monster, which is another classic Gygax monster. No. Yeah. I, I think mean, we that talked about that, but it. we didn't bring it up. Oh, I yeah, guess no, I didn't notice Yeah, it. We, we did that episode, but we didn't bring that up. Huh? That was yeah. one. Uh, and again, like, thank you, Ron Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> like that Gorgax <laughs> was just like, to tell my supervisor I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, when they get to central filing, it's another one of those gorgeous, like, 3D shots that they do. Like the initial walk in is really beautiful. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, 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 like, I'm always stricken by that. Even now in 2016, like watching yeah, this cartoon, uh, you know, doesn't look just their, their, like, their basic scenes don't look as, I mean, their, their, their best, their basic scenes definitely don't hold up to, like, the, some of the better. Yeah. For <laughs> real, man. Wow. It's they're, too good. It's uh, animated. No. <laughs> they're 
two D scenes don't hold up to what's going on now with two D scenes in HD, mm-hmm. but their three D scenes are awesome ooh, still. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like that's what, what, what you were Tom said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that they took a lot of inspiration for Central Filing from Brazil. Totally, Terry, Terry Gilliam. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, didn't even. Oh, yeah. I don't know, it's like the pneumatic tubes and yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, if somebody would have like scaled across something, I think I would have. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Brazil is basically the super dark dip dystopian version of this, except mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, the guy finding solace and breaking free of the bureaucracy, it's Hermes finding, you know, his his inner peace by <laughs> assuming himself back into it. By the way, has anyone seen how Stella got it, her groove back? No. I no. haven't. No, I know. I feel like I didn't research. I like I was gonna watch Brazil and then I was going to again. Wait, why? Um because it's, it's like that's that's where they got the inspiration. Oh, got his, oh for the title and then okay. And yeah. I assume it's the same exact plot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like the two movies like mushed together. In the Except le- that's what Angela those Bassett is uh uh Hermes she, Conrad. She gets busy that's with that's one of uh, those um Tay Diggs. Uh, yeah, know. God who wouldn't? Yeah. Well, Tay Diggs is <laughs> obviously <laughs> better. Yeah. Uh, is a <laughs> he's, he's inserting girders all over the place. <laughs> I, I uh, that was one of those movies that was like such a important, uh, just like uh, cultural, like you know. And it's it, like at, at a certain point, I feel like I have seen it because I've seen mm-hmm. so many scenes from it, and I've seen like I've read so many things about it. And it's uh, I didn't watch Silence of the Lambs until like maybe four years ago or something. And I finally watched it. Like I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was a kid. And See, did that guy just throw something at her? Oh. No, but the whole the whole time I'm like, oh, that's like this comedy. That's like this parody. Because I was like, oh, I saw all the parodies sure. and all the references to it over the years or whatever. I haven't seen it because it's scary. You haven't you seen what, what are you talking about? Nowadays? Science of the Lambs. Do you not, do like, you not oh. like the scary or certain scaries? Um, or all I watched of them? The Shining on TBS with commercials, and that, that was okay. okay. Yeah. So I, I would, like, I never was into scary movies or horror movies. I'm still not, like, a big fan of either. I like, like, suspense and stuff. But, like, I think there is, like, your run-of-the-mill episode of The Walking Dead probably has more disturbing mm-hmm. and gory imagery than Silence of the Lambs at this point. Aside from Ted Levine doing the tuck and dance, <laughs> like that's the the you know monks monks policeman friend dancing around saying oh, I'd fuck me. That's a little disturbing, <laughs> and you'd probably have to like get above basic cable to see that. But mm-hmm. like the rest of it is like in 1988 or whenever that came out, I could see people like, oh my god, he's a, he's a cannibal, and he did it, and it's like. The highest-rated show on television now is like zombies disemboweling people. But that doesn't people. take care, take away from the the psychological scares of why that movie's good. And it, uh, True, it yeah. somebody that just watched it for the first time a few years ago, it holds up. Like mm-hmm. it's uh, no, it's it's good. I mean that I think. And watching that, it was like oh, everything for the next ten years still the X Files and they David uh, um, Chris uh, Carter totally admitted he's like yeah we based Scully on. Uh, Clarice Starling, oh, like that was, yeah. like they were just like, yeah, it's this, you know, this young, uh, you know, kind of grew up tomboyish uh, FBI agent that, um, you know, has to prove herself in the boys club and blah blah blah. She's four and, and a half feet tall, dresses like Nancy Drew for and, the first and, and Jillian episodes. Anderson uh, kind of looks a little bit like uh, Jodie Foster, a little, 
You know, she looks more like Julianne Moore, who played Clarice Starling. Actually, uh, uh, actually, Gillian Anderson looks like Jodie Foster and and and, uh, Julianne Moore's kid. That's uh, probably at least fifty percent possible (laughs) at this point. Um, I so as I get older. I mean, honestly, can you get any older? I know. I, apparently, um, I find that stuff that is more realistic becomes more terrifying too. Like, and that's—I mean—part of that is like having a kid. That having a kid adds a whole layer of shit that is unsettling to your life because Ew. things that were originally kind of icky and abstract become very realistic and fucking terrifying. Uh, on all on all different kinds of levels. So in that regard, something like Silence of the Lambs is like, oh yeah, but but even in that, like Hannibal Lecter is, he's such a like super villain with superhuman abilities that it, it takes it out of the reality aspect of it. Whereas there's there's some other things where it's just like stuff like uh, the Strangers, where it's just like a home invasion torture thing like i can't watch that mm-hmm. shit oh i think about that all the time that what if last scene in that movie i, I, I haven't, I haven't seen it I, I haven't do seen you, it and i won't do you not watch horror are you like no thanks None um of it. i you know if it's okay, not scary enough that i can like hide under a blanket i'm mm-hmm. good but um yeah i just you know i don't i i don't know is it is it, is it a not in, i mean is it a not interested or mm-hmm. is it a uh hey I'm, I'm hanging out with like uh, uh like like uh, six friends where we're hanging out it's not even just like Halloween. Just like, oh, we've rented a couple horror movies. Then now, whatever. Are you like, uh, I gotta go? Like, or are you like, yeah, I, uh, just can I? Hide I, I have something? a friend that yeah. like is like, I won't, I won't watch them. They're like, she, I'm gonna I go just, in the other yeah. room and draw superheroes hugging. Is yeah. that okay? <laughs> I do have to do like on my list is to do a bunch of horror hugs mm-hmm. uh, because that's hilarious. Uh, and Absolutely. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason and Freddie mm-hmm. would never do that. No, never no, would. but that's what made. You know, <laughs> but that's yeah. You're right? getting you're getting the irony of this yeah. whole thing. <laughs> um, but Pete's yeah, cracked the code. <laughs> Alien and Predator. I I actually did that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have uh, like I did a commission for Trick or Treat, so I have a hug of that. But <laughs> I never. That's like I usually try to research everything I do in that one I haven't seen, but. Work. Oh, they yeah, was dressed cool. as the leprechaun hugging the rock with work. Dave was dressed as Willow looking sad up on the side. <laughs> no, you know, it should be um, Mad Mardigan hugging uh, Frodo while, while Willow is on the side going like... <laughs> You know, we're copywriting all those ideas, so don't 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 get any big oh, ideas. Shit, about I was gonna write it down. I would like to, anyone, any of our listeners, to email us at yeah. slimcastpod.com and just want to see what <laughs> no, horror movie be, people hugging each other. It should other. be the guy <laughs> hugging Mad Mardigan when he was dressed up as a woman, going, "Not a woman." I don't know. I I, I, love, I, I fucking love Willow. I could watch Willow. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I did Willow and Legend the same day. Um, for the first time, that was a good combo, and I was like really drugged up because it was when I had my jaw surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. Wait, did we interrupt that? Was that a, a? Oh yeah, call back to the jaw surgery. Yeah. So did yeah. you did you, were, did you have an injury or something? No, or? my mouth didn't close, so like my back teeth hit, uh, hit, would hit, and I uh-huh. couldn't I couldn't chew, so I would go like ah, and then so they chopped out. Was um, that something that like happened slowly over time? Or it did, like... but it's also like incredibly genetic. Like all okay. my family needs the surgery. Oh okay. Um, we all have like different jaw issues, but like. 
the either media. that or you have a really really bad orthopedist that's mm. got you guys. Maybe, suckered. maybe. Pizza. Um, but I really like <laughs> eating sandwiches is great without it falling out. Oh <laughs> right? my, yeah. that, that was that oh kind of clued me into like the that's fact the like, best part yeah. about sandwiches is keeping them in. Oh my god, I would just apologize to people. <laughs> like it wasn't that bad. Like I'm not telling. Like it's yeah, not, like, yeah, but, but it, it was messy. Yeah, um, so you got fired from two jobs because <laughs> there's just a pile of <laughs> chewed up sandwich pieces <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> there was a bureaucrat that came in and was like, "Oh, messy girl," and got super into you. Uh, yeah, that happened. Too. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So they cut out. Um. They cut basically the top of my, like right under my nose uh-huh. off, and they cut wedges of bone out. Uh huh. And so they could shift it up, and then it's all titanium plates in there. Oh yeah. And then um, they chopped off my chin and moved it, and then they filled the gap with cadaver bones. Oh so my god. There is dead people in my face. Oh my god. I know. And you don't like horror movies? <laughs> you are a horror movie. <laughs> Uh, well, sometimes I, I like wake up in the middle of the night, like somewhere not my house, with a knife. So that what, might be. Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's not the surgery. We that's all do that. The, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Like a, the, that's the human condition. <laughs> <laughs> that's when Tom calls me from the skeleton dressed like my dead mom. My oh. mom's not dead. God damn it! This is two <laughs> dead mom jokes in a week. Um, uh, and tells me to kill people and whatever. Yeah. That, that, yeah. So all they need all the to, what I can. All they need to get this done is a giant. Do you think they recycled the other pieces of the bones they didn't use on you know, to other like, people? I asked if I could have them and they said no. <laughs> Did they give you a booklet like a uh, sperm donor and like like look at this Let, guy? Pick out the like, dead like, person? Yeah, yeah, like, um no. I like I, I don't know who's they in my didn't face, put but in, I, it's not put one any, person, it's multiple people in my face. They didn't put any gentile bones in your face. They might have. I might have Oh God. They were all like, kosher. There's a joke there that I can't make about about my husband's not joke. Oh dear. <laughs> Check. <laughs> oh man. Uh. <laughs> um, congratulations. That's the funniest thing anyone's ever said on this podcast. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm going home now. We'll, we'll ask him about it when we have him on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, so th- all they need is a giant mechanical atomic sorting machine to find Bender's. Because number 1.0 shows up. And he has to have it done because they close at 1 p.m. Yeah. Which is the bane of my existence is trying to get to like a thing, like a licensed thing or whatever. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you work business hours and they close an hour before whatever your job is closing. Oh, they're totally not customer service related. But I, I could, you know, Hermes is just in his glory. And I got really bummed out when he's like, oh, this is turning into a musical number. But I actually enjoyed it a lot. Oh, I, for, okay. why would you be sad? Two, that's the best part. Two things. Because you said this before we started recording. Yeah. Hold on. That's B, A. I actually uh, got really excited for Hermes. I was like, I was like, oh, like it was. I was. It, I, I don't know why. I was just, you know what? Because this week, because this month, fucking sucked. And I was watching a character on a show that I like uh, do really well. And uh, he's gonna and save was the like, day. Yeah, and it was it was pretty much anything uh, with any uh, kind of positivity. Um, <clears throat> Even Zoidberg got to feel good. He was like, it was me. And it was the hero. Zoidberg I, I had, the hero. And I had feelings at that moment. I'm like, yeah. there's way too many feelings for this show. B. That was A. B was um, I, I. It's not like it's not it's not a terrible. Song. I, I I hate songs in uh, TV shows, especially in cartoons. I love musicals. 
Um, I I don't like every once in a while there's a good one, the monorail song, etc. Like once in a while there's a good one. Futurama might have. Well, the, I, I think, think the last a music of the devil episode. Yeah, the I, I love those. Tom yeah. hates. I love the devil songs. Yeah. Tom yeah. Hates. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I like so and Katie Sagal's amazing. So anytime, how do you say her name? Sagal. Sagal. Katie Sagal is amazing. Anytime she gets to sing, is like a win. You know. Except in this one, I thought where she, she was did that drop and then she like had, came up. She had to go into a lower register. It was really forced and weird. But it didn't. Yeah. I don't care. I love her. It sounded like. Are you a Buffy fan? Do you like no, her singing I'm... the Sons of Anarchy theme song? Um, I don't wow, 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 watch music. that show, <laughs> but sure. Um, but yeah, I I'm a big fan of songs in anything. No. But I but I'm very picky on if they wimped out on the lyrics. Like that that's, that's that the, bothers me. That's the thing about especially cartoons, especially mm-hmm. The Simpsons is notorious for this. Mm-hmm. Is they like once in sometimes yeah. They they do that and cartoons do it all the time. Fucking Family Guy does a, a Cleveland mm-hmm. show. All the Seth Mac- Seth, uh, um, uh, that was his face. Seth MacFarlane shows. Uh, they went out on the lyrics. Yeah, it, that's like, like so. Like I don't. So it has to be um, like they had to put a little bit of effort in. Like Hermes switches into an amazingly <laughs> colorful shirt halfway. Like. How does the wardrobe change happen? Uh, which I also like. And then I like that he put his jacket back on and was like, oh, that shirt's always under there. He's always ready to limbo. <sighs> that was fucking great. That. Yeah, it's he possible. put it back on. Good and point. it was his regular color, like, but with the sleeves. And it's like, oh, he's, so, always, he's always Jamaican under there. And he's always ready to limbo. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he could handle those canisters. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah, even the part where he, he, uh, when he did that, yeah, with, with yeah. Bender where he bent it. And it, then his uh, his wife was in there helping out, like she was popping out of drawers and throwing stuff. What's her name? Because they always call her wife. Oh, it's uh, Barbara. La Barbara. La Barbara. Mm. Yeah, it's La Barbara. Played, played by uh, the woman who was Jaleesa on A Different World, uh, which was a Cosby. It show was this spin-off. show. Oh, oh. She also helped write the theme song with Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. Uh, this so. One- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wiggly eyes in front. Uh, you mean the different eyes. world theme song, right? The uh, yes, it's a different yeah. world from where you come from. A different world yes, is what gave I... us Marissa Tomei. Hmm. It was originally a vehicle for Lisa Bonet when she got kicked off the Cosby Show for making Angel Heart. For yeah. you kids out there, Marissa Tomei is um, Spider-Man's aunt. Yeah, his, his oh, hot aunt. The new, the new Spider-Man. Yeah. My cousin Vinny. That's where I. Had do yourself a favor. Go to your red box. Get get my cousin's cousin Vinny. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was uh, Steve Carell's wife in The Big Short too, just mm. recently. Yeah, yep. that's right. But my cousin Vinny is where she's most beautiful. Oh yeah, because she knows <laughs> nope. so much nope. about cars. Uh, 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 down and, and out in um, um, Beverly Hills. Bill yeah, and anybody? I was just listing right? all the no, yeah, to you're movies. Right. Bill and Ted's Excellent yeah. Adventure. Yeah. Uh, was she in that? No. No, we're just no. Okay. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna go down that That's rabbit great. hole, let's just start naming shit. That uh, would be a good hug. Yeah. Is this Doug uh, movies? Oh, is, are oh, we doing the? Uh, <laughs> oh, with um. What? You uh, could put George. Rufus in yeah, there. Like yeah. they could just be squeezing oh. Rufus. What? 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 In the what? foam booth. That would be a good hug for what? Phil and Ted. I I I I um um. What's the one where Christian Slater gets the baboon heart and he's obsessed with Marissa Tomei? What's that movie? King Kong. Untamed Heart. Is that it? Something like that. You guys are I, the fucking I know covers. It's <laughs> cuffs. It's cuffs. 
Anyways, that's that's one of the best <laughs> movies uh, ever. Best Speaking of okay, movie. <laughs> I got to get back to the whole Hermes uh, musical number in this thing because that's like the climactic part of yeah. this episode. Okay, well, yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead. One of our good guests, Kristen Burns, she one time sent me an entire... She's one of the good ones, all right. <laughs> one of, she one of our good me guests. She sent a text... <laughs> Of just a bunch of emojis and asking what this was from Futurama. And she sent me basically that song in a text. That's amazing. And, and it was just like different emojis like, adding up. I to was like looking at it and I had no idea at some point. And she made like a little like clue to it. And then I got it. I'm going to have to find it and I'm going to, I'll post that because you'll never it, find like, it. Work. Ask her to send it again. <laughs> You close at 1 p.m. There's no way he'll find it in the next four minutes. <laughs> Sort through those texts. Uh, I like that, <laughs> uh, that Hermes got demoted for being two seconds early. Yeah. yeah. And then, because uh, originally he was a uh, level 36. Yeah. And then he went down to 38, and then he was promoted to 37, which was kind of sad, but cool that, like, you know. He, he, it made him feel better. He understood what happened. He <sighs> took but responsibility for it. Morgan for prom date. Only four times. Oh, yeah, only four she stamps. Got, she got like almost escorted out. Like got the paperwork almost. ready to get. We'll, yeah. we'll never know how that turned well, there's, out. Yeah. Like. There's like a cumulative effect. The longer your lie goes on, the worse the punishment is going to be. Hmm. I think that's how it works. I in think the usual she central bureaucracy. She probably banked on that never being found, and then mm. she <laughs> continued to grow in her beer bureaucracy job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a book and this is getting like totally off topic, but we um, never do that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Unprecedented. There's a book. It's called, um, orbiting the giant hairball. Mm -hmm. And it made me think of this, uh, episode so much, but it's, um, it's about being a creative in a corporate environment. And the analogy is that corporations or bureaucracies are giant hairballs and everything. It's just like this huge knot mess of rules and laws and um, like ways of doing things and everything's just a knot and then Mm -hmm. things can get added to it, but you can't ever take anything out. And um, the whole analogy is that you're as a creative, you can orbit around it instead of like kind of diving in. And that, like, that made me think. And a just kind of like look at it from afar, like picking parts out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. What Maybe this you is could just enjoy the controlled chaos. What's that, that called again? What's Orbiting the it? giant hairball. It was written by a former manager for Hallmark. Uh-huh. So I, I'm an art director for my day job. So like I that book um, read years ago, and I still think about it all the time. But yeah, uh-huh. in this episode, made me think of it again. It and reminds me a lot when my cats threw up, and then I just kind of walk around. Their throw That's up. That's also accurate. That, yeah, uh, I orbit hair their hair yeah. hairball. Giant, giant hairball. So uh, that, we, that was a great issue of that that X Men DC cross. <laughs> 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 we probably ought to wrap up soon. Um, but one thing that we we ask a lot of our guests is. If wait, wait, wait. Will you come back for let's, severely let's, reduced pay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, finish let's finish the episode. Uh, is 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 there room for me? Uh, sure, for, se- for severely reduced pay. Severely reduced pay oh. for all. That's yeah. it. I just I wanted mean, to. So say next that. time you can pay us to be on it. It's going to become like a, a whole different model economically. Mm, I got paid in sparkle water, so sure. Yeah, I'll I get mean, one less. Next time you'll have to bring some for me, and it'll be good. But um, if you could see as a spinoff of any character, it could be a main character. It could mm. be a 
you know, a one-time character. It could be a background character. Who would you want to see a spinoff of and why? Let's see. Um, first, I was thinking the janitor would be funny, but probably Leela. Leela's, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, she's awesome. She uh, is very Agreed. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. And complicated enough, I think. Yeah. 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 What would what would you and like a to leader, see the show? So like as a focal point for a show. Yeah. Like I, could, yeah. I would want to see her on like a five year mission, a la TNG. Like the Martian or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, like a Maybe Star Trek. A sexy like Star female TNG. lawyer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By herself. No, with a new crew. Maybe some of the old dudes. Maybe maybe oh, yeah. her and Kiff. Maybe oh my god. Like oh Kiff, there should be a Kiff show. I would watch a Kiff oh, show. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, would like that, that be, be sustainable funny. by himself? Nope. Do you think? No, not at all. But he's <laughs> awesome, and it could just be Maurice Lamarche talking to himself some more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn it! Shit! <coughs> you had something. I feel like there was a note I didn't write down that was. Uh, uh, I, uh, hmm. I thought there was a Star Trek uh, reference in this episode. I don't think it was in this episode. I think it was something that I saw like earlier this week. That somebody posted. I think like Billy West posted something, and it reminded me. Of Star- I uh, every ten seconds, I have a um, chip in my head that uh, Star Trek comes up. So I just, oh, I really? Yeah. That I might have that too. Yeah, it's I. I uh. think they put that in. It, it was an experiment, and they did it in like mm. a few every a few kids every year. They put the yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh. I just got a Data doll and a Jordy visor at the last Comic Con. It was. I saw oh, your yeah. pictures of those. Can you see through that? Uh, yes. It's there's. It's, it's all like racist people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was made in 1987, so really? it is legit. Yeah. Wow. I know. What do you mean? Was it by from like the a fan show? Or? No, it's it's a it's a is an official Star Trek Paramount made product. It's, wow. it's the visor. It's Jordy. It's like a sunglasses, and it has like. It's just Plastic. books for oh. children that she has uh, to read. Oh, yeah. Um, Reading but don't Rainbow. take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want this. That's how this podcast is to end. Everybody. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Butterfly in the sky. Oh. <laughs> I can go twice as high. Take, take a, a look. look. It's, it's in, in a, a book. book. You're costing us nine rainbow. seconds per second doing that. Knock it uh, off. <laughs> I can. So, okay. Aaron, you need to promote and book everything you need yeah, to you do Yeah, you mentioned the, the, oh, the Tumblr right. and the other thing at the beginning, but uh, um, do it all. Yeah, so uh, I'm Aaron Sheckman Caruso. It's a lot of names, but getting married is complicated. Um, <laughs> Not as complicated <laughs> can I, as Can I divorced. spell it out real quick? Wait, yeah. that's my phone. <laughs> I can Actually, spell it. Actually, it would probably be easier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my first name is E-R-I-N. We um, have Robin Caruso <laughs> tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, my maiden name is S-C-H-E-C-H-T-M-A-N. And my last name is Caruso. It's C-A-R-U-S-O. And um, I am the... Those art- are letters, guys. Yeah. The alphabet. Mm-hmm. Q. Yeah. Q. Q. <laughs> He's in a loop. I'm getting, no, I'm getting Star Trek again. <laughs> I knew you were going to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm the artist behind Super Group Hugs, which is drawings of very pop culture characters hugging. Um, and that's supergrouphugs.com. I'm also on Instagram at, under Aaron in Artland. And that is my professional website as, as well, uh, Aaron in Artland.com. 
And also, uh, your uh, hug uh, pictures are great. Aw, thanks. Everybody check them out. Yeah. Listen to me. Go, go check I them like out. I like that You'll guy. Like we'll, <laughs> we'll post a, a link to Google, and then you yeah, can we'll just Google anything <laughs> yeah. what you just said. Oh, my God. If you Google my name, like high school, artwork I did in high school comes Really? <laughs> How? Because uh, the internet is forever and you can never delete your identity. I'm, I'm yeah, so glad true. I grew up before most of the internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, lucky there's, me. I did a lot of like sad paintings in high school. You actually have to go to a, a, a bookstore and then go into the library and then you have to, you have to, ask, an <laughs> yeah, old, yeah. You have to ask an old British lady, can I see pictures of Pete Woodward? And then there's uh, <laughs> his journals down there. No, you first, have to like go through a she, bit of a labyrinth. First she brings <laughs> out pictures of the guy who's the British Stuntman slash stage fighter. Is there a actor. Pete Woodward? Oh yeah, you you have to get pretty deep on Google. I just to think get to of me. that oh, you really? just yeah. photoshopped your face on the uh, statue of David. <laughs> well, no, see, there the the Peter Woodward that comes up, you know, on like the first X amount of pages on Google is like a famous sci-fi, uh, like st- stunt fighter, stuntman. I believe he was Edward Woodward, the Equalizer's son. But he's been on like Hercules and Xena, and I think a bunch of Star Trek stuff and all this. Like he's, I, I had a guy mistake me on Twitter once for him, and he sent me all of these weird like flattering texts about how honored he was to be talking to a master oh. swordsman. I'm like, sorry, bud, you got the wrong guy. I have a weird story that happened today about like an identity thing. So my, my one of my very good friends, Ben Hale, who's also an artist, plug Ben. Okay, um, yeah. He uh, followed another artist on Twitter who is also Ben Hale. And this artist must have just passed away recently. His wife posted um, information on his about his memorial, mm-hmm. and her name is also the name of my friend's wife. Oh, oh that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> or he's leaving a double life. Maybe. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Can I can I just say real quick? Um, this is how many of uh, how many of these have we done? Like, this like, is I think our twenty fourth. Yeah. I. This is the first I'm finding out that. That you're not the sci-fi director. <laughs> can, I just, can I just say that, like, uh, I was under the impression that we were doing something, uh, and like, I, you're, you're out. See you later. Like, I, I can go try and find that guy on Twitter, and we could like catfish him. <laughs> you know how to find us? Slimcast.com. At- Slimcastpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Yes. Um, 216-1077. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Horsey's um, version yeah, of I'm it. I'm looking at the empties on the table. It's 216-438-1077. Yes, it is. Uh, you can call us. You can text us. You can find us at, uh, at SlurmcastPod on Twitter, uh, at SlurmcastPod on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Please review us on iTunes. Send us an email. Uh, send us a text. Tell us about which guest you uh, love or hate the most. We got one vote for Tom Waits, but that was from another <laughs> guest. <laughs> His vote doesn't count. Yeah, we'll play that. <laughs> was that play John Kelly? Yeah, I think so. Uh, also, uh, we will post Aaron's uh, personal information on Twitter address, and uh, phone number, Facebook, so you'll know how to find her. You'll get invited to the next step. Thank you so we, much. We sold you this.
uh, uh, d- don't forget to neuter and spay your pets. I already stopped the uh, recording. 